Yes, I'd like to take this next very serious idea about comfort. The comfort of the twig. My dad would lay in his bed all night long saying, saying to himself, I can't wait to think about the twig. My son can't think about his twig. I don't know why he can't think about his twig. That's all anybody who's anybody would ever want to think about is the twig. Now girls think the twig is their pooting for some reason. But the twig is the root of Abraham. It resides in everybody. When you start thinking about the twig, and when you think about the twig, you see that the Holy Spirit can come and baptize you with fire. And that's what's left, the twig. And the twig begins to get very ornery, very, very um, much into the ways of the idea of the force, like in the Jedi movie, the uh, Star Wars. The twig is where the spiritual power resides. And when a man is married, he thinks of the twig more often when he's married than when he's not married. But at sometimes the little boy one day will think of the twig. And what it is, is it's the very nature of which we were in the womb. And we were connected to our mother and we sat upon her twig. Now... My dad one time, I was working in the yard, and I was down on the ground, and I was messing with this little branch in the ground, and dirt and everything. And I said, if my dad would just come by and tell me to pick up this stick, I would believe in the Holy Spirit. So I looked up, and he was there, and he was carrying a huge branch, and he set the branch the butt of the branch in his hand, and he bounced the branch straight up and down. He said, see, Blake? And you see, that's how the twig operates when it's in full function. It takes the ordinary. The root of Abraham will take the ordinary and it will develop the prayer into something usable. It won't just advance the twig's idea with the twig's idea. It will take the twig's idea and miracle it gives the miracle when you think about the twig that way so if you want to develop into the most god-fearing person remember some point during the day you're going to have to think about that twig and a lot of times that twig will wind up on top of your head if you don't watch it that's where the mother is, the twig. And I, when I talk about the grandmother and the grandfather, I'm talking about that twig thought that gets you up there to them. When you're thinking about the decalibration and the calibration, you're getting into the part where you're getting to the grandmother and the grandfather.
the twig and then the branch comes down upon the leg and it rests and you realize to yourself I am my grandfather now and so many realize it's so early and haven't developed the kinetics yet though and that's what my tapes were for to help you to get into the balance of the kinetics just by listening to all this anatomical gospel that I preach so remember when you get into the animations of life don't forget the twig you might see some things coming into you towards your twig that help develop you into a more prayer-centered person, more youthful person when the twig is gone, and a more older person when the twig is present. It's a good way to pray for a short season when you're praying about the twig, then get into some other things. Get into some James Dobson, some Charles Stanley, Rush Limbaugh. So when you see those things and you're getting into the advancements of life, remember to revisit the twig sometime. Revisit the twig. Because at some point in our lives, that's all we were was a little twig. And we would follow it around like a little child. And we can remember how much God had impressed us then. And the more he's impressed you as a child and you've responded, the more sensitive you are to him. So remember, with sensitivity comes great responsibility. Revisiting these things sometimes can bring comfort to your life satisfaction you need to really grasp the color theory around you rather than the sorrow on the inside and if you've lost your twig remember you replaced the twig with stress before and that's part of life but when you have the twig and stress you have empowerment to overcome things. And when you've overcome things, you'll see those people in your life that you're actually praying for. That's what it means. When you overcome something, it means you've prayed for someone. And they've met God in a new way. You can see that. You'll see it transform in your finite phenolisms. But remember, you've got to have the right theology to get through the day, even though you've had your finite phenolisms. Now, I know Charles Spurgeon prophesied to the shoemen that he had stolen two, three pence and to return it that day. But that's not how our regular life is lived. So how do I live my life once I've seen my finite phenolisms come to true? You stick to your path of your career and you use your phenolisms to help fuel your career 
that's the normal way of the twig. But as my dad held that branch up in his hand, I knew my dad was something else. My dad was something else. He had seen things before. And usually you'll keep those finite penalisms in, within your family. Because I'm always saying things in the second and third and persons about just myself to my mom. When we're feeding a dog and things. So if you got a clue, remember, the twig brought you here. The twig's going to get you through it. Stay focused on your twig. It's the people who really care about you. I know with this Facebook, we see people all the time reacting in our brains, doing things in our brains. And we're trying to stay focused on the store and church and getting something done. But if you use the twig, it's the root of Abraham. It'll show the people that are truly blessed who are really praying for you in your situation. But if you use the Facebook phenomenalism, you can use that to fuel your career in a slighted way. But get back to the twig. 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 Get back to the twig.